0: So glad you're here again on Friday. This is myself and my mom's in the middle, awesome ladies. We're talking about what it's like to just lose our identity and motherhood, why that happens, and then really kind of deciding how to get it back. And I know a lot of you in my community really struggle with, you know, who am I? What do I even enjoy? I've kind of lost myself. I feel like I need some self discovery. You may not say those words, but that's really what you're looking for. And that's something that I love to help you with. This is a really good conversation from, it's just great when we do this, there's such variety in it, so I want you to enjoy it, have an awesome weekend, and get ready for next week, some fun episodes coming, and it's time to launch the Stop Drinking Boot Camp, so it is coming in January, January 10th is our start date, and I cannot wait to see you there. Email me at Porterfield at gmail.com. Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free that you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood.
1: Heyo guys, what's up? Welcome to another uh, episode of Moms in the Middle. Uh, we are talking today about uh, loss of identity in motherhood and the struggle of keeping your identity when you go through motherhood. So before we get started, let's do a quick intro of all the mamas on here that are part of Moms in the Middle. Uh, Kristen, why don't you go first?
2: All right. I am Kristen Fields Chadwick, and I am the host of Holistic Hearts Podcast, where we do a wholehearted approach to spiritual growth and transformational healing and growing. Um, yeah, that is that is me in a nutshell.
3: Katie, what's up? Hi. <laughs> I'm Katie May. I am the CEO and founder of Katie May Coaching, and I'm a marriage and relationship coach. I help women transform their marriages into the relationships they want. Love it. Michelle.
0: Hey, yeah, I'm Michelle Porterfield, and I host the Set Free Sisterhood podcast, and I really help women to ditch the wine, witch. Just get control of their drinking, whether they want to stop drinking or just stop over drinking and just really begin to uh, thrive in their life alcohol-free.
1: That's awesome. And I am Ashley Carroll, host of So She Gross Podcast, your resident hype mom. And um, I feel like growth partner through motherhood and all the things to help, like we we're talking about today, stay true to yourself through all the seasons of life and to live life to the fullest. Um so I wanted to ask you guys first a yes or no question. Do you think that you have done a good job in maintaining your identity throughout motherhood? Yes or no? No, I don't know.
0: <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> there is that- progress, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a continual, a continual okay. growth journey.
1: Yeah. So when I was thinking about this, I was like, okay, well, we could talk about like uh, all the ways that you can lose yourself in motherhood, but I don't want to focus on that because I feel like we all kind of know what some of those are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to focus on the negative, but I want to help mamas and women be able to relate to like, okay, I'm in this place. What now? Like, I know that I don't even know who I am anymore. I don't like this feeling like what's next. So I want to ask you guys, what is the biggest lie that you think that you have believed or are believing, or that is like causing some sort of resistance between refinding yourself or um, that is making you feel like you can't um, be this other person outside being a mama. Hey, Ryan, what's up? Ryan's joining us in. What's hey up, up, girl? I'm here. What's up, Ryan? <laughs> Ryan is the host of the Wellness and the Word podcast. You want to give a quick shout out, Ryan? We just got started. Yes. Hi,
4: everyone. I'm Ryan. Um, as Ashley said, the host of the Wellness and the Word podcast, where I really am passionate about encouraging women to seek and know God and just grow their own deep, intimate relationship with him and know what the Bible says and why they believe what they believe and just get to know their father. So that's it.
1: Love it. So I was just telling the girls or the question that I had right now is like, what is the biggest lie you believe or are currently believing that you feel like is causing some sort of block between who you want to be outside of just mom or like what is causing you to have resistance in fi- re- refining yourself?
2: Such an easy question. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Not okay, first, go okay, Michelle, first, go yeah. I got mine too, so, for Michelle, go.
0: Yeah, so I'm kind of really on the other side of this, really, mm-hmm. because I've done the work. But a lie that you could be, and the listeners could be feeling, is really just the lie in itself that I don't know who I am. Mm-hmm. because really we do deep down in our core but the more we say we don't the more blockage we're putting up mm. to begin with just by saying that well I just don't know okay well I'm just going to keep going through this pattern and in this loop mm-hmm. and the other one is just like well you know who I who am I really because now that I'm in this mom life thing I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm a mom so that's really it's the capture in this, like, okay, so this part of my life is who I am. Oh, I'll deal with that later. I'll figure that out later. That kind of thing. And the Mm -hmm. problem is, is that it sounds just like, it doesn't like sound that sneaky. Like, Oh, well that's just, that's part of, that's real. Right. aren't other moms dealing with that? Aren't they just like in that season? But what it does is it actually really hinders us from our full potential as a woman Mm-hmm. and who God's calling us to be and just who, how we step into being the mother that we need to position ourselves for those kids, you mm-hmm. know, because if we're losing ourselves, we're really not truly leading from the true self anyway. So, and then I've got some tools later of how you find out.
3: So noise. Very nice. I, um, I, I would say that my I always like do like the before and after right yeah. <laughs> like my um because I'm so like I think it's so important for me I, I like to communicate the fact that like I still struggle with this mm-hmm. like in the sense of and it's sneakier this time right like before it was like I remember people asking me like what made me happy or mm-hmm. like what I did for myself and I'd be like oh, or like what goals yeah. <laughs> what goals do you have and it's mm-hmm. like uh uh I don't know uh survive (laughs) yeah (laughs) like shit um uh oh sorry Michelle (laughs) (laughs) I didn't make any promises (laughs) uh I said uh but I think um the lie in that stage of my life was that I should be perfectly fulfilled just by being a mom That should be enough for me. Mm -hmm. And then I would judge myself based off of the fact that I did not feel fulfilled in just being a mom or be, and being a wife, right? Like Mm -hmm. in those roles that should just be enough. Um, And then I think right now, what's sneaky and creeps up on me is um, because I did a lot of work to overcome that. And then um, what, what is now still very like uh, prevalent for me is I should be able to do more. Mm. right like that's something that will sneak up and I won't even see it I'll just feel it and it's like overwhelm, or mm. like feeling like a failure and all the bullshit the enemy puts it oh
1: Michelle is like sweating now uh we, ha-
0: <laughs> we have to say why sh- why she's pointing me out right because I said hey can we just keep the cussing to the minimum for my show please <laughs> It's okay, it's okay.
2: you can go back and bleep it out.
0: I could that yeah. would That'd That'd be
4: fun. fun. add a little beep
1: yeah <laughs> yes. Anybody else have any takes on what they feel like maybe is the lie that was keeping them from getting out of that hole of feeling lost
2: i i mean i I have done a a ton of work, and um I think that, how do I put this in the words? So I, my parents were divorced when I was young and I literally watched my mom go from, I have no idea who I am with four kids, um, to like, she stayed at home. She wore sweatpants all the time. And in middle school, um, my parents divorced when I was in second grade, but I watched her do a whole transformation of, mm. oh, I know who I am now. Um, And that was like, right when I was in middle school and it made a huge impression on me Mm. to the point where like, I, um, almost went the other way of like, I will never lose myself because I know what it does to marriages and I know what it does to children. And, um, like I swore off, I would never do that. So I almost disconnected Mm. from motherhood because I saw what it did, Mm -hmm. um, And so I had to almost do the reverse of like, this is actually, um, beautiful to invest in my kids to a point and to have good boundaries and to, um, live into the, I am a woman and I am called to be a mom. And that was probably the biggest lie, especially when all four of mine were young, young. Mm -hmm. Um, and it felt so overwhelming. The biggest lie was I cannot do this. I am not equipped. I, I cannot handle motherhood. Um, and that lie was something that for sure I had to work through and really trust that God has given me the tools to be a great mom and to do it well-balanced of, I don't have, I'm not going to have these kids in my house Mm -hmm. forever. Um, and to let it, um, like hold it loosely, mm-hmm. and that's that's a constant connecting in. And how much am I holding, and how much do I need
4: to let go?
1: Mm, that's good. So good. That
4: that's was it. so good. I loved that, Kristen. Mm-hmm. I was like, when you said that you were talking about your mom, I like got teary eyed because, I mean, just the fact that she kind of could find herself again, that's beautiful. Yeah.
1: And the thing is, is that like, we don't even realize we're doing it. Like, I think in the, for me anyways, in the middle of it, it's like, well, I'm doing this for the kids, like, you know, or like I'm, I'm being at service and you just feel like you're like, you do not see the negative aspect of it when you're in the thick of it. You're just like, this is what pouring out for my family looks like. This is like, you just have your head down and you're zoned in on your family and all the things, not realizing that like, you forgot this human being that like is doing all the work also needs life too right so it's like it's really hard um it's all it's like one of those things that's like a double-edged sword like it's really really good to serve your family but at the same time like without your kids like if you were to take away your kids from the equation yeah and there's no you then there's a problem right like anyways um so I I think
3: Yeah, I think that's a really important like distinction to make, right? Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, serving our family is like, our is our mission. And Mm -hmm. I mean, above all else, like God has put us here to like, we have a family, if he has blessed us with a family, that is our biggest mission, Mm -hmm. right? But like, He also makes us sovereign beings and has Mm. like, uh, like we are valued as his daughters. So to your point and this whole point of this conversation, it's that you don't lose yourself in your family, right? Like when that's the ultimate, like Brit, I don't Mm. even know. They become the idol. Yes. They become your idol. Exactly. Which is a huge part of why you feel so unfulfilled Mm. doing something that you feel like you should naturally be able to do mm-hmm. and I think it's really important for listeners here is that like no matter what your upbringing is we all feel like we don't know what the heck we're doing yeah <laughs> like like mm-hmm. i, I had so many of my clients are like oh I just didn't have that modeled for me I'm like I did and I still don't feel like I know what I'm doing like this is why I believe in Jesus <laughs> like
1: newsflash none of us know what we're doing so no. if you feel like you don't know what you're doing neither do we. <laughs> I feel like
4: we should, like, there needs to be something that can help you prepare a little bit more for motherhood. Although I don't think you ever really could, but like, we're not really taught anything other than like, maybe what you learn in your own home. Right. But like, even as a mom, you're not thinking like, oh, I should teach my daughter this. So when she becomes a wife and mom, if mm-hmm. she chooses to, um, I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Cause I just feel like, I wish I knew so much more Mm -hmm. before I started this journey, you know? Yeah.
1: yeah, But I, I mean, that's the whole purpose of a lot of what we do, right. Is to help moms reframe a lot of their thinking and a lot of their patterns that they've been stuck with generationally and like, anyways, but, um, one of the things that like Katie kept saying that I was actually thinking about earlier was when Katie was talking about, um, the lie that she believed or whatever, it was like, she kept saying, uh, or you kept saying, Katie, like I should be doing this or I should be doing that. And so I think that is one of the biggest things right now in the rise of like mom comparison and mom shaming and, uh, feeling like you have to be nailing it hundred percent of the time is like, we are shooting all over ourselves and Mm -hmm. constantly telling us like, I should be I should be at home with my kids. I should be, or like, I should be at all their school things. I should join the PTA. I should like, I should, I should have a clean house. I should be making three meals a day or whatever, you know? And, um, instead of like, I'm thinking like, okay, what can I, what can we do instead of being like, I should, but also being like, okay, what do I want to do? And what do like, I need to do for my family instead of being like, I should, cause I feel like I should is backed by, that like mom guilt or that's like pressure to show up a certain way, that probably isn't even something that we're like interested in doing. You know, like it's not yeah. us. We just feel the pressure to do it. So it's like I should, but like who told you you should be doing that, right? Like, yeah. What do you, what do you guys think about that?
0: Well, I, if mean, I ever go ahead, I use that as just like it's a reframing of that language. So when we say should, it's a disempowering language. Mm. but we want to empower ourselves. So we have to speak it. So really you just, you, you plug in the word could, Mm. I could do that. I could go to those options. And then Mm. it takes that burden of like this guilt or pressure off. And then you can go, but what I really desire is blank. Mm. Then you can decide what you really want. Mm
1: -hmm. That's so good. good.
0: I totally am
2: thinking about my, my boys going to church I gave up the fight of them dressing well, just because everybody else is dressing well. And they literally go to church with basketball shorts on that are totally mismatched. Their hair is like this. And I'm like, yep, this is their family. (laughs) 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 Even just applying that, that principle, Michelle, like I could make them get dressed, but what I really want is them to go to church and not have a bunch of rules that they have to check off to make sure that they're good to go to church. You know, like mm-hmm. it's so good. I love that tool, Michelle. And
3: it's it's come cool. as you are, baby. So I and know. not get <laughs> mad at
4: everybody before church. Oh. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. 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 There's
1: nothing better than being like, get your tie on. And it'd be like <laughs> five seconds later, like,
0: Holy. <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> <laughs> <When he laughs> in the parking lot, angry? Yeah. Hey, that's uh, when the yeah. enemy attacks, man. He's all about Sunday mornings. For real.
4: When he works the hardest, huh? <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh.
1: what do you, okay. So a two, two part question. How did you realize that you have lost yourself or were close to losing yourself? And then what have you done or are doing to reclaim yourself? Okay. Go ahead. I had a
0: thought, but I'm going to wait. <laughs> you know
4: what? I actually think that part of my journey is actually the opposite guys. Sometimes I, I think I'm like, I, I don't feel like I've ever actually lost myself because mm-hmm. I'm like, and I'm not trying to be intentional about not doing it, but like, I'm just so passionate about like my own time and mm-hmm you know, so sometimes I almost think I'm a little selfish. Like, I think I have good boundaries with my kids but at times. I think that it's been selfish and I've definitely been convicted of that. So I think that's the other thing too. Like mm-hmm. the other side of things, not all moms maybe lose themselves, but mm-hmm. we also struggle with that selfishness part. Right. Because like being a mom, oh my gosh, is the most, you have to become selfless mm-hmm. in so many ways. So I just, I just wanted to mention that like flip side, Mm -hmm. you know, I think about when I was a stay at home mom, but I, I wanted to stay home to be with my kids, but I also wanted to stay home to try to build a business. Right. And uh, I have regret because I really focused more on trying to build a business than I did pouring into my kids. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's kind of the other side of it. And I think trying to find some type of balance Mm -hmm. is important.
1: You're right. That's true. There's like a loss of uh, who we used to be or like what we used to be able to do without being tied down to nap times and all the things. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I would love to interject to that, Ryan. You could use that same language and say, you know, I could have done that. Like I could have spent more time with them. But with the wisdom that you had back then, you were doing the best that you knew to do you just have new wisdom now so that will allow you to even release that regret and say well you know what I was doing the best I could with the information I had so I could have but now that I know I'm going to do something different and that's how that's the brilliant just the design of grace and forgiveness because now we get to turn and move forward and you get to make new choices so
4: that's so good Michelle. Michelle I love that thank you yeah
3: can't beat yourself up into a better you, right? Yes. Yeah, that's good. But, but I think it's, I, that resonates with me too, Ryan, because, um, I was, I, I didn't know who I was. I was trying to keep my identity. And I think it just comes down to really like how you define your value, mm. right? Yeah. Like, where are you valuable? And I think it came down to also, a big part of it was just so focused on everyone else that, in and, and, and in a selfish way, I was focused on everyone else, my husband, my kids to make me happy,
0: hmm.
3: right? Not, not necessarily with a servant's heart. It wasn't always just totally like, it was just easier, right? Yeah. If they're yeah. happy, then I'm happy mm-hmm. and their happiness, like my happiness was dependent upon their happiness. So it was very mm-hmm. codependent. And I mm-hmm. think that's an easy trap to fall into. Right. Right. Um, and so when they were not happy, um, or things were hard as a mom or in a, in the family setting, I would want to escape. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I would want to, but then it's like, I didn't really know what to escape to. Cause it's mm. like, I lost my hobbies. I like, <laughs> like, and so for me, uh, like for those moms listening to this, it was like, what brings you joy, mm-hmm. right? Like you as a person, what is something you do to bring yourself joy and a big step out of that for me was like I used to love to dance so I joined a Zumba class at my gym and I used to love to rollerblade so I started I didn't know what made me happy anymore I went back and thought Mm -hmm. about stuff I used to enjoy and just take that like one next step like Mm -hmm. that one step and try it and try new Mm -hmm. things right Mm -hmm. like you don't know what, what makes you happy, try some stuff, be, be experimental, be open to new stuff, you know? Yeah.
1: I really resonate to that. And I think I, I just realized like you will struggle with your identity and motherhood if you didn't take the, the time to figure out your identity even before then. Cause like, for me, I struggled with that all through high school, all through my twenties of like, and then relying on codependency because it was easier to focus on other people than to figure out my jigsaw puzzle that I couldn't figure out right or want to take the time to put the pieces together and so then you throw motherhood on top of that and then you're like oh okay well like this is something that I just want to seem like I'm striving in or that I do well so that way it makes me feel like I'm nailing it even though like I never even took the time in the first place to figure out like who I am in the first place. Right. So now, um, so I just wanted to mention that cause moms may feel have felt that too, that like we have to take that time to figure out what brings us joy and what we like and what we don't like and what was, um, accumulated because we admired so-and-so and they did it this way or whatever. Or what was really just a habit from growing up or this, that, and the other. So what are you guys doing moving forward? to start the process of reclaiming who you are, to bring that joy back into yourself, into your life, to focus on yourself a little bit more, to make sure that you don't get lost in all the mess. What are you all doing? We all know Katie's rollerblading. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I love
4: <laughs> your rollerblading pictures. You crack me up. That's amazing. I'm writing again like like pen yeah. and paper. Ooh, and- that's so good i just like and i i wrote something the other night and sometimes when i write stuff i'm like yes yeah. sometimes i like try to force myself and you know then it's not good and then sometimes it just like flows out but i was just like i'm gonna write just to write because sometimes for so long i was thinking like i'm gonna write a book or maybe i sh- you know i used to have a blog um, like i was writing to put it out in the world
1: like it had to have a purpose yeah. or, a point or something yeah
4: yeah. And I'm like, I don't need to actually write like, this is mm-hmm. just for me. And maybe we know my kids one day or something, but like, and it's, so, it just feels so much better
0: just mm-hmm. easier. And I love to write. So that's good. Uh, yeah. I think the goal is like, even what Katie was saying is we have to start by, cause so many women, I, I'll tell you, cause I've heard it. Like, they're like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I like. I don't know how to have fun. I don't really know what I enjoy. And so I like to consider it just like exploratory, just Mm -hmm. explore and ask yourself questions, you know, go back to when you were a little girl and just really get quiet and just think about like, what, what did I really enjoy? What feels playful to me? And just do take that one step and just try something and Mm -hmm kind of see what sticks and there'll be things that, you know, right away that you don't enjoy. So that's great too. Cause sometimes it's helpful just in there like, Oh, I really, I don't really like doing that. Like myself and walking through a corn maze a few weeks ago with my family. I thought, <laughs> this is terrible. Why would anyone <laughs> pay to do this? I've done it. I will never do this again. <laughs>
3: and that brings up mom classes at the library like I used to do that with my son all the time and I'm like I hate those (laughs) with a passion so you don't have to feel like you have to do those guys that's
2: hilarious I loved those classes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think for me it was more of like um I mean I really have kept in touch with my myself and I think my kids know myself pretty well. Um, like movie quotes are like my love language. So my kids speak my love language a lot, which makes me so proud. Um, but one thing was like music, um, that like really centers me back into who I am. And it can be all sorts of flavors, whether it's like having a dance party by myself mm-hmm. or it's a fish show that I'm like, "Yes, take me back to my hippie days and <laughs> like <laughs> ground me back in um but I have really have found music and finding music to share with people that like i mean I've done that since I was like eight, like I recorded tapes for people like. I recorded the best radio song for you.
1: <laughs> You're the one handing out the mix CDs with like totally. the Sharpie of like oh. all the songs. Yeah.
2: That was our wedding <laughs> present to all of our guests was a wedding CD of our favorite songs.
1: <laughs> Chad- Chadwick mix. It was. It was
2: Chadwick <laughs> Love Lift <laughs> or Love oh, I guess. Gift CD or something like that. So love-
1: yeah. Uh, okay. Well, since Ryan and Kristen, since you guys had like the reverse what are you guys doing? What would be the opposite of that? Like, if you feel like you've never really lost yourself, how do you feel like you are, um, like reconnecting into that mom role or connecting with motherhood or the idea of like, I am also mom, you know what I mean? Like, what would be the reverse of that for y'all?
4: For me, it's, it's trying to be intentional about like spending time with my kids
1: mm. one-on-one,
4: like, and not thinking like I need to take them on like this grand adventure, mm-hmm. you know, every week or once a week, but just like sitting with them on the couch, watching TV, you know, mm-hmm. like my kids just adore when I just sit with them and do nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then on the, on the other side of that is like doing things that they like,
3: mm-hmm. because
4: most of the time I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. Like, let's do something else. <laughs> So sometimes at least trying to be like, okay, I'm going to do that for a little bit.
2: (laughs) I totally resonate with that. Like just trying to step into their world and trying to meet them where they're at. um, For sure. I just had another thought, but I totally just went out of my brain. Um, Come back to me. (laughs) because it was good,
4: but I was listening to Ryan.
3: <laughs> Compromised, right? Like mm-hmm. let's, let's do stuff we both like too. Right? Yeah. And know. not
4: feeling bad about it. You know, yeah. like, I don't think I, I don't think I ever struggle with like comparison with other people or really mom guilt. but I think when I struggle with mom guilt, it is like, it has to do with the shoulds, Michelle. Mm-hmm. Like, I sh- well, I should do this. I should want to do this. And it's like, it's got to be okay sometimes to just to compromise. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I was given the tip a long time ago that like, if you don't like playing your kids things, because they go through seasons where you just don't like what they're into, that you pick like two things that you're decently okay with playing. And then you have them shoot- that they also like, that you know that they like. And then you say, hey, we could do like play, Uno or play tag or whatever. And then, I don't know, that way you're sure that you're doing something you mildly can mm-hmm. tolerate.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yes. well, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say the big, for me, the big part of if we're talking about how to like really begin to find who you are is your values. And several people have said it in different ways already, but that's a huge part of a deeper dive thing that I've done you know with my with peer coaching I do it with my clients because it just matters to have kind of this moment where you're you're diving deep and there's believe it or not and I've heard this I'm like do you know what your values are and some people are like um I don't really know and that's okay but here's the deal that is exactly when we feel off or we feel disconnected or we don't know who we are It's because we're probably living outside of that, the value system that's been inside of us the whole time. And we have like, we have many, Mm -hmm. but throughout our lives, some of them will rise up higher. And so it's really diving into that and learning more, you know, if somebody's listening, I'll be this, this is just a quick conversation, but really going into like, what does that mean? And what does, you know, if I'm not living, if my family is high on my value list Mm -hmm. and I rank it from one to 10 when I really am honest with myself and say, what's my connection level with my family? Like how much time am I spending with them versus my job or things? And I rank myself at a three. Of course I'm going to feel like crap because I'm like not really living up to what I said and what I believe to be true about where I am. And so for me, that was huge. I just coped. I just drank Mm -hmm. because what I felt uncomfortable, that was my coping. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it allowed me to tolerate not only them, um, the junk in my head. So it sometimes mm-hmm. it's bigger than just losing yourself. And, but a lot of times it is removing that coping mechanism and then going, well, what do I really care about anyway? So mm-hmm.
2: that's so good. Mm-hmm. Cause like you're out of alignment of, mm-hmm. yeah. So of course it's going to feel awkward because you want this thing, but you're out of Mm-hmm. Think of what your value is. So, um,
1: do you remember your thought, Kristen?
2: I do remember my thought, but I have a child standing here.
1: <laughs> um, yes. <yeah>. So- <laughs> Mom's in the middle. Uh-huh. We want to say,
4: right? <laughs> I wanted to read this real quick that I read today because I I think this is totally perfect for a conversation. It It says, as your kids grow up and start to see you as more than just mom, who is it that they'll see?
1: Oh, that's really good. That That is is really good. good.
4: Yes. I was like, wow, that is good. Especially because, you know, as we have our kids get older, like you, Michelle, right? Like Mm -hmm. you kind of take on a new role. Like you'll always be mom, but They're gonna Mm -hmm. see you in a certain in a certain way, and I just was like, "Ooh, that's a good question."
0: Mm -hmm. Well, you know, we could just ask them. You know, I know my daughter just recently did that. that. She had to write a little poem about it, but like, just ask them. You know, say, "Hey," or give them that could be a little creative thing about what would you say about me, and just Mm. have them write it down and just see what they would say from their words.
4: Oh, I'm gonna do that, Michelle. Yeah, that is a good idea little scary
3: (laughs) (laughs) no but that's good because you Mm -hmm. know they're gonna tell you the truth oh yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
4: oh yeah my daughter's gonna let me have it so (laughs) (laughs) my oldest my sweet uriah he's nine he's gonna be like you're amazing (laughs) he always is calm you just need need to have him
1: follow up to hers so (laughs) that way after you get the beating you get the blessing right (laughs) right yeah yeah (laughs) All right, Kristen, are you are you uh, a <laughs> yes. mature mature audience ready?
2: Okay. Yes. I was just going to say, as we were talking about the reverse of like how to re-enter back into motherhood or connect with motherhood, mm-hmm. um, kind of what I was sharing at the beginning was one thing that I I really um, struggle with, even like because I I have a higher needs son, mm-hmm. and when it's really intense my lie that I go back to is I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. I, like, I am not a good mother um, because I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And so that reconnecting back in of like, oh, I actually am this specific child's mom for a mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. And, and that is okay. Like to sit in mm-hmm. that um, uncomfortable spot of both and of like, I am, this child's mom, and I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And and to to come back to like trusting my gut mm-hmm. because more than anything, um, and this is something that I talk about all the time is trust your mama gut. Mm-hmm. And and I had to learn that from years of misdiagnosis. Um, mm-hmm. like there's something wrong. And like, I mean, years, like 10 years of doctors being like he's fine or teachers being like he's totally fine in class or um and then being like no there's something off so i think for me as a mom learning to trust that i do have a mother's intuition mm. uh, specifically for my kids is is a huge deal for me and that i do value that coming back to michelle's like my value for my kids well-being is so high that um that of course there would be this internal struggle of, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm very attuned with myself and I want to contain myself. And I also am outpouring a a chunk of my heart to listening for my kids too. Mm, That's good.
4: That's good. I love that. I've thought before, like, you know, none of my kids are high needs or have, you know, medical issues or, you know, I Mm -hmm. think sometimes I see moms and I'm like, man, I can never do that. Like they're amazing. Like Mm -hmm. I couldn't, but if I had to, right. I could. And we just like, it's like that doubt that self doubt. And, and we are the right, even when my kids go through hard seasons and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I don't like this, Mm
3: -hmm. but
4: we still, we still get through it. (laughs) Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. That just brought it up. So Ryan, like you're talking about how there's like a better way to prepare people for motherhood. Right. And it's a good question because like, no matter, we, we all know, Right, like you don't know until you're there, like mm-hmm. you really don't. But I would say, like just out of this conversation, I was thinking about it, and I was like, the best thing you could possibly do to prepare yourself for motherhood is learn how to be really self-aware.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Like if I would have done therapy before my child came into this world, mm-hmm. like I would have been a hell of a lot better off, right? Yeah. And if, To Michelle's point earlier, right? It's like I I knew only, I was acting out of only what I knew. Mm -hmm. and then because I hadn't like I was so aware of how everyone else felt or made me feel I was so unself-aware, right Mm -hmm. like and my whole goal in life was to like be a great mom and be a great wife and then like so that's how I lost myself because it was Mm -hmm. like there is more to me as a person right and I could be okay with that and it doesn't make me a bad mom and it doesn't make me a bad wife right Mm -hmm. like God put a deeper desire in my heart for a reason and it And I can still be a good mom too and a good wife in that, but, um, a lot of therapy and a lot of coaching. And I think just continuing that journey, like I still have a coach. I still have people in my life who hold me accountable and call me out in a loving way. Right. Mm -hmm. Like just knowing that, like, instead of beating yourself up, you're just always striving to know yourself better and Mm -hmm. be more self-aware and connect with God on a regular basis.
0: Mm -hmm. That is so good. That is Mm -hmm. so good, Katie. Yes. Well, and have you ever had someone or even ask yourself, like, how do you define a good wife? How do you define a good mother? Because what happens is we say these things as Mm -hmm. a judgment. And we just we make it, we make it good or bad, negative, positive. But like I've had a client before where that was a huge struggle. And uh, when she described what she thought a good mother was, so much of that was her already, mm-hmm. but she didn't even realize it because all she could see was the things that she didn't think she was living up to, and, you know, or what she was identifying as based on this conversation. It's like, well, we gotta define really what that means to us anyway, because even though like there may be a woman down the street that does things completely different from me, parents her kids completely different and we're both good moms and Mm -hmm. we're just different yeah I agree
1: with that that is so good Mm -hmm. um before we get off I wanted to ask you guys one last question of what do you want to say or what like quick advice that you could give to moms who feel like they're listening to this episode and they're watching and they're saying like yes like I have put my kids first, or I have put myself a little too much above the bar, above where I want to be, um, like what piece of encouragement could you give them to either know that they're not alone, to give them advice, to take one step forward, um, like what do you, what, what last nugget do you guys have? I should have gave you all the heads up.
2: <laughs> I would say like, how do you, how do you envision like I mean, as a coach, like five years from now, what, Mm -hmm. what do you want your life to look like? Um, do you want to have a, a sweet relationship with your kids? Um, that would be like, my question is how, mm -hmm. how do you want this or what's your ideal future look like? Um, and then work backwards of, okay, so how can we start with step one? Mm
1: -hmm. Um,
4: that's where I would go.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks
4: for be, go ahead Ryan. Sorry, mine would be to just have that intentional 5 or 10 minutes with each of your kids every day.
1: Mm-hmm. Even
4: even if you don't want even if it's just sitting on the couch like hey let's let me sit here and just mm-hmm. hug you, right? If if your kids if that's a way that your kids enjoy spending time with you like my kids love like cuddle right mm-hmm. to cuddle or just like give them a long hug mm-hmm. in, the, in the morning or in the night and sometimes they're like why are you hugging me so long and I'm like because I really want to and because I know like it it's that connection mm-hmm. piece like that physical connection just being together and then also on the side of like feeling selfish or short-tempered because as I've said before like for me it's that short-tempered quick with my tongue um to be quick to apologize like if you are quick with your tongue be quick to apologize and I am really good at apologizing to my kids because I have to do it a lot you're like really oh, okay go
0: okay. maybe,
4: you're on, maybe you're you move on, your you're hands on, like,
1: so yeah, can you hear me yeah. now? Yeah. <laughs> I lost my AirPods, which I haven't told my husband yet. So I'm like <laughs> this is what we're dealing with. Um I'm not used to having cords here. But I think I think it is it's not just something that they say all the time of like where people get married and then, you know, you get lost in your kids. You get so invested in your kids and then once your kids move out, grow up and move out and then it's just you and your husband and then you guys are struggling because you either don't know who you are as an individual, but you also don't know who you are as a couple, that it is worth the investment. Like Katie was saying of getting a coach or having a therapist or taking the time to invest in who am I? What do I like? What makes me tick? How do we like, and then focusing on the marriage aspect of that as well, because like, what good is it to just sit in this place of, And if you don't know me, that's kind of my vibe is like this tough love kind of vibe that I am. But like, I I would be so bold to be like, it is not worth your time to sit around and be like, oh, well, that's just how it is right now. Like my kids are little, Um, life is busy. It just is what it is. Um, You know, I'll focus on it when I can. Like, no, that is like BS. We have to make time because- there won't be like in 5 years if you if you pretend like it's not going on right now in 5 years you may not have a family to be worrying about or to be invest like it'll be you know a whole different scenario and so i feel like it is something worth investing in it is important um and yeah that's my, that's my two cents real quick.
3: To, to to that point, Ashley, it's, it's to flip it and ask yourself, when will you have the time? Mm -hmm. Right. Cause that's just a BS excuse. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really easy for moms to like avoid like investing in their actual life because they can say, Oh, the kids, I've yes. heard that so much on client calls. Like we can't have sex because of the kids, like mm-hmm. they sleep with us, they interrupt us. And it's like, okay, well, we've got some things we can change right off the bat. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, it doesn't, it can't, don't let it be an excuse, mm-hmm. right? Like your, your life and your, um, what I was gonna say was like your self-care is a priority, not a something if you have time for, mm-hmm. right? Like it needs to be essential. And I'm not talking about like, just your hair and your nails. Like, I mean, daily, like connection with God daily exercise, your health, your mental health Mm -hmm. that has to happen every day. And it has to be a priority, not a, if the kids let me, Mm -hmm. or if the husband, you know, no, like, how can you make time for that? Yeah, because
1: if there's a will, there's a way, right? Like how many of us have bent over backwards to manage to get to soccer practice and then get another kid to gymnastics or whatever to make sure they got to a birthday party. Like if we if we can jump through hoops for them and like make the impossible possible for them, like surely we can do that for ourselves also.
0: That's so good. Yeah. Boundaries. Boundaries (laughs) boundaries.
1: boundaries. (laughs) Flashing lights
0: well and I would say um all that is amazing <laughs> and you know we think we're doing other people favors but one of the questions I like to ask is who in your life is missing out by you staying this way
3: Well, oh, that's a good one okay.
0: and you know what does it mean if mm-hmm. you don't change what does it mean Mm. And so it's, that's that inner, those deeper inner questions mm. that is very helpful to ask. And if we just sit with ourselves long enough, it, it will come up.
4: Mm. Wow, Michelle, you the always got li- good <laughs> questions to ask. I love it.
0: The oh.
1: listeners are either going to love us or hate us. Right. <laughs> I feel oh, like yeah. it's like one of those, oh, like we have the mirror and we're oh. like, Hey sis, yeah. guys, we got, we got to pay attention to what's going on here.
3: But everything we say is out of our own experience yes. and totally with love. Right. Yes, so yes, it's like hopefully we're like, we're coming in that direction of like, look, like we've been there yeah.
1: <laughs> as your besties as yeah. like, yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right guys. Well, that was awesome. Definitely some amazing nuggets. Like I feel like even like it was super impactful for me. Um, so Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Moms in the Middle. We are so glad that you guys are tuning in. If you've missed out on some episodes, make sure you go check out the YouTube channel. Uh, Make sure you go check out our own individual platforms because we all have our individual, um, you know, vibes and uh, modes of genius. So make sure you go and check us out. And thank you guys for listening. Catch you guys next time. Bye.
0: Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you,